0: Alrighty, righty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Father-Son Buja Day conversations here today. Dad, I'm feeling great. I'm just going to throw it out there, toss it out there, feeling good. How are you today?
1: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better than last week, even though last week was pretty good. This is two in a row for us, by the way, right? This
0: is two, so is this this number is two six, weeks in a row. Magic
1: number six? Magic no number seven. Last week was six. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Matt oh, Lucky Number Seven. Look what we got here, man, on my left. Dad, we straight have- ahead. Lucky number seven is the first time a guest. Yes.
0: <laughs> first guest, someone very special, someone near and dear to my heart, someone I've known for a very long time. A friend, family, a brother. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Michael Magnano. Mike, how are you feeling, bro?
2: I'm feeling good. You know, it's great to be on here with you guys. I've seen the uh, previous podcasts. Uh, Jack came to me uh, like last summer. It was, and he was telling me he was getting this podcast together. I was, I was very intrigued, honestly, because you know Jack and I have had some great conversations, philosophical ones, the ones that you've had in the past on these YouTube on the YouTube channel. Um, but you know, we were talking about this before the the podcast started, and I was a bit speculative about this actually getting together. And uh to see it all come together and for you to, you know, actually sit down, get the mics, everything operating. You know, it's a blessing to be here and I really appreciate you having me on, honestly.
0: Dude, Dude I really do. I am so happy you're here. I'm so happy all this has happened. Like you said, this yeah. is what I envisioned happening. And I knew in the back of my mind, in the front of my mind, it was like Michael needs to be on the podcast. Like that <laughs> pen is to paper, I, baby. I guess, Pen to paper, baby. Pen to paper Exactly. That is hundred percent what needs to happen. And here we are. we got the whole setup, a proper studio at least. For I'm sure. glad we could host you. Yeah. In a proper sense. And and Dad and I have I guess some experience under our belt with this. Yeah. So hopefully I mean, I know we're gonna flow here. Um I wanna I wanna dive into your mind. Sure. Just wanna get the whole Michael Magnano because you are a super unique person. You're one thank of thank you man. You're one of my best friends. For sure. I, I know you're special man you're special in the right ways the way you think it's just cool so i want to i want to invite people to that and show yeah. them show them who you, who you are the best we can yeah and you're funny as hell so we, <laughs> we gotta get into that too
2: yeah no for sure no
0: so i guess i mean we'll start out here dad i i feel like it's gonna be a lot of us talking because bring it cause man <laughs>
1: i'll just jump in before you get after it though and say okay. hey mike i second all the jacks intro comments uh any any special friend of jack's is a friend of mine too i know because you're a friend of jack there's a lot of intellectual firepower there so i appreciate that and i know we're going to hear about that tonight um i'm anxious to hear about marcus aurelius (laughs) research in history and uh, stoicism and ryan halliday probably in a couple of his books i'm interested to hear all that that's that's the stuff we like to talk about so we tend to get a little too deep, uh, sure. but we'll we'll try to keep it light and um, kick it off and get on with it. Jack, I'll give it back to you, man. Okay, I know you got a lot to say.
0: Yeah. So Michael and I go way back. I guess we'll start. What we'll kind of show? Sure. Yeah, through. just our
1: backstory a little bit.
0: Yeah. So we go
2: way back, fourth grade. Yeah. Fourth How grade. could you forget Miss Copani? Yeah, Miss Copani. Could say all this. It's funny enough you say uh, that. I saw Miss Copani today. No way. Yeah, I was talking to her about you and just you your really? class, and Ivan was in there too. So. We all saw her. It was a, like a little reunion.
0: Are you serious? But
2: yeah, yeah, and I, and Mr. Tickle as well. So Mr. Tickle is my fourth grade teacher. He, he, funny, funny name, but he was right across the hall from Miss Copani, which Jack was in, and Miss uh, and then Miss Goodpasture as Good well, Pastor, who retired yeah. this year as well. So yeah. that's why we were there for Miss Goodpasture, yeah. but. Sorry, oh, okay, sorry, to cut okay. you
0: off. She she retired. That's why everybody. Yeah, so Miss Good Pastor okay. just
2: retired. She was our science teacher in fourth okay. grade. But yeah, Jack Jack and I met in fourth grade, yeah. and w- I mean, in the beginning, we were we had a little bit of a standoff, you know, kind of new kid. Of course, two alphas. Course. Two alphas, two exactly. Alphas. Right, same room. Always
0: end up. Those kids always end up being friends. I feel like. exactly. He yeah. always
2: told me that.
1: yeah never um, at first.
2: Yeah, we always, butt heads yeah. in the beginning, right? Yeah, and. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, we definitely did, and and I think you know one of our other good friends, Hunter, was was yeah. a part of the mix as yeah. well. And I know the first, you know, it's funny because I was at public school before I ever came to Stewart, and didn't want to go, didn't want to go to Stewart in the first place, didn't want to go to private school, um, but my parents ended up, you know, forcing me to. And right the first day I got there, I met Hunter, I met you, and even though we we didn't have the best of relationships, it was that first instinct I knew I was going to have a great time, and I and man, I wouldn't have traded those and those two years for for anything anything in the world
0: it's weird dude it was only two years and it was it was me and hunter already since kindergarten and we were kind of like who's this kid yeah exactly you know,
2: coming in but those two years felt like 10 dude you know they really i honestly those memories are so vivid in my head The the field trips mm-hmm. on the bus whatever we were doing Bro. and it's funny to come back you know we hit we had a long time of not talking to each other you know uh probably seven seven eight years where we just had not talked and not caught up even though we were you know 25 minutes apart um I guess a part of that was just not being able to drive but you know you and I said this before right when we saw each other things clicked right back into place like we had never we had it's like we had never left you know Um, which was special
0: yeah it is crazy up until this point I never even thought about like that was two years that we grew that formed that bond that, yeah. that brotherhood there with each other for sure um and yeah those memories i don't know how many people i can't say can't think of many people who remember their elementary school lower school years like we do exactly and, and how those uh formulated who we are today i would say Seriously. a lot and shape shaped our bond now and is the reason why we could see each other I mean, we're different people at that point, right? In a sense, like completely like... Different experiences. Puberty, like gone through everything, grown up. Yep. And then we see each other, dude, well, I mean... It was beach week. Six, seven years later. Yep. And then see each other at this very interesting setting (laughs) and it was just like that it was it was it's so crazy and we we talked about all that obviously we can run through the stories
2: that shared and everything exactly
1: um was that the beach trip when you guys had gone your separate ways and you ran into him at a party in the house and he came back so fired up that he ran into you yes
2: sir
0: it was yeah it was crazy i was so ecstatic like i i I wasn't having a great time that week yeah and it was just like that's my boy like we're we're right back to it like and then, and so we, we stayed in contact after that a little bit more, Yeah, which brings us all the way here. That mm-hmm. was two, three years ago. Now it's 2020. Yeah. That, beach beach trip was.
2: that was, yeah. Two, two years ago.
1: So, um, I have to jump in on, yeah, I just made yeah, an yeah, observation based sure. on conversation. I didn't think about it before. So this whole platform is about a father son conversation and bringing together my head and sponge from way back and then sure. his new current head sponge and then how they collide sometimes because of different thoughts. Yeah. But then how come they also gel because of the same thoughts? But yeah. 30 years apart, 36 years apart. Sure. And that was the premise for the podcast. And I just have to say, listening to you guys for the first time, you would always say to me, Jack would always say to me, he'd hear me talking to my buddies today Yeah. from way back like you guys, mm-hmm. back in the fourth grade, back sure. in the eighth grade, through high school, eventually through college. And then he would ask me the question. This was years ago. He'd say, "Dad, how are you still? How do you have those buddies? Yeah. How do you still have those close buddies like that? How are you still t- able to talk to them like you did thirty years ago?" And my answer was, "Because um, we spent the night together. Because we didn't have phones to communicate with. Because we couldn't text each other. We had to go see each other and spend real phys- you know physical time together, playing together, whatever." And that built bonds. But what's great to hear here is this is your fulfillment. Because you said to me at the time, I wish I had that. I wish I was going to have. Yeah. And what I just heard, even in the day of distractions, of phones and tangential crap that yeah. keeps you from spending actual time together, you got that. It sounds like you got it.
2: No, definitely. And I think it's, it's finding those unique people that are willing to put the phone down. Yeah. Especially nowadays, it's so hard to be like, you know, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to see the process turn into a result, especially with your phone. You're, you're attached to it every single day. And putting that down is like, well, why would I? There's not, I'm not going to get anything from this. And it's because you have to go through a lot of time um, without it, really, to, 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 get the, to get the good results.
0: Yeah, I, I mentioned this when we hung out. A few days ago was like, I don't know how many other friends like you I have, honestly, that I, that's so like grounded and such a true authentic, like just a, it's a true friendship. Like it's a true relationship. There's different types of relationships, right? Like it's so. Um I don't know. We don't
2: need our phones to fill that blank no, space. No, and it's it's just like you know? so
0: yeah. How many of those friends can you say you have? Like I would say Will Hibbins one for yeah, you too.
2: Yeah, and I think I think that's one of the sad parts that you were saying, you know, a, a long time ago you didn't have that option, so people were forced to be more mm-hmm. um, you know, interactive interactive you know what i'm saying so
1: socially awkward you had to dive into the social awkward you had to get into the uncomfortable space
2: and (laughs) and that that is exactly what it is your phone is just so comfortable you know it it's in your pocket you can pull if something's weird pull out your phone yeah that's a safe space you know instagram like the back of your hand just get on that you'll feel great and you know doing something that's inherently counterintuitive to to the comfort levels of a human being no one wants to do that don't want to do that no but and and I feel like just going through the process of life where taking the harder route every chance you get has proven to me specifically that I'm going to get something good out of it. You know, I'm going to actually uh, benefit from choosing the harder route. And the obstacle is the way the obstacle is the way he's kind of be- sounding like
0: us a little bit. Yeah. Right?
2: I think there's yeah. a reason why we're such good friends.
1: Oh yeah, I think so. But that's okay. You now nav- you, you gravitate toward each other. Our one of our podcast shows, Mike, if you haven't seen it, maybe probably too busy, but it's called it's on dating, and it's exactly hits on, you know, my generation coming at it from that time where you had to be, you had to get re- through that social awkwardness. You exactly. didn't have any other way to go, but to go get rejected, yeah. but to go face rejection. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I was drilling. Jack, no, yeah. he's got these devices and, and apps now where he can avoid rejection.
2: Exactly. Like Tinder's, it, the whole point of Tinder and all the dating apps, especially ones that are getting, you know, newer updates. I know new new uh, dating apps are coming out to make it, you know, less almost feeling the, the, the pain of getting rejected. It's like we're trying to remove all of what's real about human interaction in the first place, especially with texting. You get to determine each you know, sentence each, so each, scripted, each bro. it's so scripted, <laughs> so right? It's scripted. not, you're not talking in a real <laughs> no like no. organic way. No. No. Um, well, no
1: matter, no matter how bad you have, or sorry, how good you have it. Once you get out there in the world and think you're doing what you're doing, you enjoy, you're going to get kicked in the teeth. Exactly. So you might as well start getting kicked in the teeth. I think early for sure for training, for training to help and you I, cope with that. I better. think,
2: and I think that's what happened to, to Jack and I is like, you know, I don't think that for me, uh, if, if I was given the opportunity to get out of that comfort zone or to get back into my comfort zone and really uh, you know digress almost, I would take it 100%. If the door was open, I would run through it like as fast as humanly possible. Inherently, pain doesn't feel good. You know, you don't want to choose the obstacle route. I feel like Jack Jack and I, probably you, at, at some point or another, you're forced to go down that route and you can't, the other one's not available. Mm. And the sooner you realize, okay, shit, I've got to go down the obstacle route and, and the result, the, the end of that path led to a better me and a better result. I just start choosing that path even when the other one is open, you know, screw the other path. I want to go down the obstacle yeah. route. And it's because I was lucky enough to find the obstacle route or be forced into it in an early age. I've got friends all the time. They, they, they've never faced any obstacles, you know, they've never had to, um, you know, go into it. And I feel like that's, you know, another product of just America. We're, we're, all of technology, everything is geared towards let's coddle everybody. You know, we can't, we can't. And, and that's, <laughs> the, that word that's, so, I, I want to wh- head. I, 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 I want to, I want to buy what will make me feel better. You know, yeah. Tinder's got a, you know, extreme upgrade, whatever, so that you don't get rejected as much, whatever, whatever the case may be. I'm probably butchering what Tinder actually is, but you know, I, I think the idea is more important. It's just how comfortable can we be? And I'm going to go down that route and once you realized especially for for us the obstacles is the path or the, the way it's the way you want to go um it's i just got hard two uh,
1: i got two questions for you but you go jack i don't want to okay. i don't want to steal don't Showtime. forget them
0: i won't okay you literally like i you, you like say the words out of my head and where you're going it's just crazy we we dude we're we're weird i, feel like, <laughs> I don't know um, no, no, for sure no, you're so right. It's so coddling and, and just nurturing. Exactly. And you said you said something really funny there or really, um you know, kind of out of the blue or something not normal people would say is you were fortunate enough to be kicked exactly. to the side and exactly. have to go through it. And enough
2: times too. Like the right, first time right. I was like, wasn't oh, just that once. didn't feel good. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it took a big thing for me to look back. And, you know, for me, it was just like a girl a long time ago. And that hurt. And, mm-hmm. and obviously there's, different extents to how painful the, the, the hurt can be. Yeah. But for me, it was that. And, you know, I, I got, you know, in my feels obviously and, and looked back at it. That's the, that's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to me. You know, now in retrospect, hindsight's 2020, but I'm so fortunate that that happened, you know, and yeah. I'm sure you could say the same about you know 100%. your past.
0: Yeah. And we've talked about that. It's not something we're going to dive in here today, but regardless, there's, there's certain things you go through. We were fortunate enough to go through those things, whatever it might be at a young age. Yeah. And I honestly think, like, how many times when you talk to somebody your age in, in school or wherever, when you're talking to them, I experience this a lot. They Their eyes lose my gaze so fast. Yeah. So, f- it's ridiculous. it it's angers the hell out of me because I, like, I know why that's happening because <laughs> everything's so instantaneous. We talked about it. Yep, yep. Like, bro, can you just look at me for a second and like yeah. listen to what I'm saying? And like maybe there will be some intuition, intellectual conversation. There is zero intellectual conversation that I experience at yeah. school. Sure. I'm at a crazy engineering school year at UVA. Yeah. Like you'd think that there would be some stimulation there. For me, it's tough. It, it really is. is. And I just think like I don't I don't understand, like it it annoys me. That's why I value. I said it again yesterday. Like yeah. I value a relationship with a friend that can really like, you know. There's some and like I said,
2: if you're looking into their eyes, it's it's you know, it's not only a sign of respect, but it's also all my attention's on you. Yeah. And that's not only just me showing you all my attention on you, is on you. You you really are paying attention. Right. And for someone to say, oh, I'm I'm looking away, but I'm paying attention. You're really not paying full attention. You right. know, if you're doing you're multitasking. So. Right. I agree with you. Yeah, bro. It's what were the two questions though? I'm in, I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, just listening to you. Um, the obstacle isn't the obstacle. Never, it's never as big as you think, right? Do you find that in your head before you go tackle it, it looks like Everest, but then when you get after it and you start going at it, it seems quite a bit smaller, especially <laughs> when it's behind you. Yeah, Do you no, feel like that.
2: That's actually a, f- a funny thing that you say. That um, I feel like that also has to play into the emotion that that's wrapped up in it. So a lot of the times you're, you know, emotionally attached to whatever has gone on um, or that change in in your life. You don't, no one likes change, right? So when a sudden thing changes or, you know, you don't get the job or you don't get into the school, um, whatever happens, the the aspiration dies. And, you know, for me, I, I think that going through that process, like you said, it's like, how can I, how can I proceed? It's just, it's inconceivable. But then after that time goes, you look back and you have, a clear idea of what happened. And I think that's because the emotion is is deleted from the picture. You're not looking at it like, I think the the Everest for me, at least, um, is, is emotion. It's just an Everest of emotion. I don't know how I can do this. Um, but then, you know, time goes by, you look back and you're like, that wasn't that big of a deal at all because, you know, look where I am now, you know? So yeah, I, I definitely agree. It does look big. And then when you tackle it, at the, bit by bit, especially like you're not going to climb Mount Everest by jumping up and landing at the top. You know, it's, it's a hard trek, but once you're at the top, it's not bad. Yeah. Completely agree.
1: Did you, did you have number number two? I did, but I don't, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I was just to kind of like sum this up. I almost feel like, like you, you said it too. A few of your friends haven't been fortunate enough to go through something, yep. you know, that's heavily impacted their life maybe. And maybe that's the reason why most of these kids that I, I talk to lose lose eye contact so quick because I think those challenges that you go through, it gives you so much depth and you have more of an extensive ability to go and, and think about things differently. Like, I mean, we're sitting next to somebody who's a lot older than us. Like, obviously, sure. he's super wise. So he could really think about stuff from so many angles and really because he's has so many experiences. Yeah. And we're so young. So maybe it's just it's just rare for even a twenty year old, especially in today's world, we're coddled, yeah, to have some you know turmoil or not like we've gone through something crazy, but it's at least you know it's something there. Whatever I think it's it what be. you make of it, you know, it's what you make it could, of it. It
2: could even be a small thing, but yeah. it's like if you really go in depth and say to yourself, "All right, I'm really gonna you know nitpick this and figure out what's causing this and how I'm gonna get through it." Right. And, you know, you can make the smallest thing, the biggest deal, and you can make the biggest deal a small thing. You know what I'm saying? Talk but, to. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's just really how in depth you're thinking about a certain subject. And, and depending on that, you can, you can really learn a lot from yeah. even the smallest of, of situations. And I feel like if you if you're always looking for it, if your if your brain is always turned on for how can I learn? How can I get to the you know, obviously your dad sitting right next to me probably has a lot of wisdom from just the experiences that he's been through and analyzing every situation. You know, if you're just, if your mind's constantly turned off to the experiences you're, you know, going through, you're not going to learn much. You know, it's easy to look the other way that again, I think that just plays back into, it's easy to turn your brain off, go, go into social media, run away from whatever you're trying to, you know, feel
1: it seems certainly easier today than for, for me. I didn't have that, um, temptation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just in the spirit of uh, I mean, a lot of great information for our listeners. I mean, our platform is about, you know, you know, him and I being able to talk to each other on a, on a, on a, um, in depth basis on a regular basis. And we enjoy that. Um, but then also to help anybody who wants to listen, um, for sure i think you know what you said here has been fantastic the other question i had for you was how do you how do you how in the spirit of vuja day sure our, our our program here and that yeah you know it's really the opposite of deja vu right in vuja day you you have seen something you you've encountered it but now you're, th- you're you're at it at a different angle you're coming at it from a different space and place now where's deja vu you didn't actually see it or do it you just think you did yeah. So you don't have whatever stored up or influence to be able to re-look at something you already have seen what do you think that comes from what do you think that comes from for you i know you've talked about your obstacles and experience that helped you um decide to go the hard route right and it sure. taught you a lot but where do you think you're wired how do you like? Not everybody's wired like that. Like that, so we talk about, you know, me coming from one space and then him coming from one space and the thirty-six year gap, and then how we were influenced, right? Sure. What went in our heads as we were coming along? Yeah. How we were shaped and how it made us think, mm-hmm. and then you either keep thinking like that, yeah, and most of the time it's wrong. In yep. my case, most every time it was wrong, <laughs> and I had to learn differently and yeah. it took forever mm-hmm. forty, you know, years. Yeah. I've even said it to him. I'm my goal is to get him smarter faster. Yeah. To run to uncertainty and sure. You know, just because it was shaped that way in school or, you know, even I said it when I was thirty as a dad. Yeah. Doesn't make mean it's right. Yeah. So what do you think in how do you shape those thoughts? What's in there do you think that has helped you shaped that thought of choosing that tough road sure. because you know it's going to be the most beneficial yeah sorry I'm, for the long question no
2: that's that's definitely a great question and it's it's one that i've had a hard time putting my finger on and, and figuring out specifically for me and also just applying it to other people because i'm like you know hey i've been through this uh why why isn't everybody like me or why doesn't everyone take the same approach to you know the problems and and. I believe that's the right way about of of going about it and again you know as we experience life i want to change up my strategy to to whatever is you know the most uh, you know accurate way of going about things but i've always preached that just i'm i'm in search of the truth you know i'm not in search of uh you know like you know diminishing the comfort levels or just making myself the most productive like i'm just trying to find what the best way of doing things is for me and I feel like throughout my experiences, um, you know, things have definitely. Uh, to be honest with you, I think I'm I'm kind of hardwired that way. So you know, if I if I had had a problem, I can't just go to bed. You know, I'm, I'm up in my I'm in my bed, my eyes are wide open, and I'm just thinking for hours and hours. Like, I wish sometimes I could go to bed. I wish I could just get that eight hours because I'll wake up with three hours of sleep the next the next day and just have to do, you know, the normal routine. But I think it's always just been. I've always been a curious guy. I don't, I don't, for me, I don't understand how a person can understand that there's truth out there and not try to solve it for themselves. I don't think that you can, you know, again, and I I appreciate, um, you know, sharing all the insights that any, that we have. And then I know a lot of other people have similar podcasts where they just share their their philosophies and stuff like that. But I don't think it's a a one size fits all. I think you've got to figure it out for yourself. But I don't. Under, I think the first step is just I need to figure it out. Like I just need I need to figure it out, and that's how I've just always been hardwired. I think it's uh, a product of my family, my environment. But I've always wanted to f- uh, fi- find figure it out, and I think that going through the things I've had to go through, um, you know, I've always wanted to be like, all right, what can I learn from this? What, like you said, I want to take a different approach the next time I'm in this situation, and it, it gets you know that Mount Everest turns into you know, a little hill because I look at it from the angle of, okay, great. I know what this is. I know what this, this mountain looks like from the backside. So let me just dive right into it. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's harder to do that. It's, it's harder to do that in practice than just say it aloud. Cause it, obviously I know that the, the difficulty is good for me. Um, but it is harder to just say, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. but that's one, that's something I'm learning right now. I just got to Got to do it, you know. I know what's right. I know logically what's right. I'm. An, I just need to act on it. And you know, nothing comes good of not acting. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that that realization is fully there. So it's like you're kind of like, well, like let's go. Might I, as well. I think it was Socrates who said this. I'm not 100 sure about the the philosopher, but it was most people act when the fear of inaction is greater than action. So like when when you're scared, you're not going to do anything until the fear of inaction. Is there, and then you'll do something, right? Um, instead of just doing it, right, you know, because right. you know, it's it's scary for sure. Yeah, but you got to get.
1: You gotta or when, get to it. or when the pain of change, is less than the pain you're in. Exactly. You'll make a change. Exactly. Same yeah, thing. Exactly. It's the same. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Saying. No, get, that's get, that's it. Get this up to your mouth. Oh one my one bad. One my one. bad. No, you're fine. Do we'll to this. Make sure, make sure we're good. Um, yeah, we briefly went over social media, kind of. You, you gave a little insight there. Sure. I'm curious, like. Obviously I know, but for the people like what is your perspective on, on social media and, and the way like you interpret it for yourself, like how sure. you utilize it.
2: Yeah, and I think I'm I'm glad you, you set up the question that way because a lot of people use it in different ways. You use right, it, right. you know, for a completely different way than I do. Right. Um, but what I what I started to realize was like I, I was a lot I was bogged down in the details of oh, what are people thinking that I'm doing? And when you start to, you know, make actions based off of what other people think of you, uh, I've, I've never found that to be the right path for me. And I think that just honestly, it, I don't really have a big deal against social media in the fact, you know, some people can use it and, and be fine with it, you know. It's just for me, I would always get, I would care about how many likes. I would care about the, co- and, and I didn't want that to happen for, my, for myself. Um, so just deleting it and taking myself off of all of it has made me a lot more just focused on me, you know. And I think that's the way, it should be for myself but again i don't want to um, kind of generalize that to everybody yeah
0: so you're completely off off the grid with it
2: off the grid pretty yeah pretty much feels good though you know it's I it's bet. only been about about it's only been about 3 or 4 weeks you yeah. know but you know got back from college and summer started so felt like it was a good opportunity to just create mm-hmm. a new kind of chapter and um, yeah it's been it's been working out well for me
0: yeah i think i wish i could do that and I guess I can. Nothing's really holding me back there. I don't think I'm willing to do it yet. Like I, interesting, I admire that a ton because I just think I think with social media and and whatnot, like you're so you're so stimulated all the time. Like you constantly have that. We talked about it, like sure, you just have it all the time. So you never have time to think for yourself. Almost like you you just have this. Stimulation constantly, and and you're just you find yourself. I think most people just find themselves stuck in the rat race, yeah, stuck in the matrix, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because you never like, and I think it's designed that way like, you're almost you're supposed to be this zombie like NPC, as they say, whatever. So, you're you're never like working towards something, you're never thinking for yourself, never like, yeah, striving for whatever, whatever you want. So, it's so rare for, for somebody as young as yourself to want something like you, you have a a drive and a goal for something. Like you wake up every day with a purpose. Right. And that's something we can, we can get into if you want is is those goals you have those things that you want to, that you're working towards. Like I'll ask you, like when you wake up, like obviously we have our days, but yeah. What is that? What's that purpose for you? Like, what's the, like, what gets you excited? What, what, what gets you ready to go? yeah in life i know that's a big question no it's a big
2: question um it's funny so stoicism kind of plays into that i was just gonna ask when you
1: answer i want to hear how stoicism (laughs) and marcus aurelius factors in (laughs) to those decisions and and to that purpose because i've i've tried to read marcus and i need somebody smarter than me to explain it to me i I understand it all yeah no I, i shouldn't say that. i don't understand it all I get some of it. Sure. It's very difficult though. Yeah. And if, so I'd love you, to hear Mar- in Mar- that answer. Marcus is
2: Marcus is hard um, relatively, but Frederick Nietzsche is like ten times that. It, it's like it's it's ineligible or in uh legible. Inle- illegible to me. Like I, I, I read it and I'm like, all right, what is this guy? Speaking English. And it's also funny you say that because Marcus believed that uh, you know, just for the viewers out there, stoicism was created um, by, you know, three key people, but Marcus Aurelius um, was one of the first a Roman Empire um, I think in like 300 BC. Um, It's going to be easy for people to look that up. So I don't know I don't know my facts 100% but um, around that time and Meditations was the book he wrote but it was purely for himself. So he wasn't planning on giving this out to anybody. It was his thoughts. It was thoughts to oneself. And this book just exploded throughout the time. It's a book from 300 BC stuck with the times for until the present day Um, you know, translated in every language. It's, it's, it's a great book. One of the things he said was I want to write in English. I want to write in, in legible writing, but you are right. He does have some, you know, harder to understand passages. Um, But yeah, so just back to Jack's question in terms of like waking up in the morning, um, Marcus, it's funny you say that. I I went to Barnes and Noble and I I looked at the book. I was interested in, in reading some philosophy. He was the first like book I grabbed and I went to a random page, and it said something like, "The human, you know, your 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 bed covers are cozy and warm, um, but a human was never created to be warm and cozy. You you were created to work. You we were, were a cre- hunt,
1: bro. Yeah. We were
2: out in the <clears throat> field. Exactly. You know.
1: <laughs> Can I just, Don? I want to stop the the flow, Mike. But yeah, he just said he went to a bookstore. And opened a book. Yeah, what is to, that to this research point. philosophy? What yeah. is that? Just, let's, let's just capture that. <laughs> yeah. Now keep going. Yeah. This um, is a twenty-year-old kid. Yeah, and
2: and honestly, I had some really good uh, conversations with one of my other friends, um, who who went to tech with me originally, and we got very philosophical over the the freshman year or the our senior year leading into Johnny? our freshman year of college. Yeah, Johnny. No way. Yeah, we we would have great conversations, and we got to a point where, and this is before I even went to Virginia Tech, uh, which is where I went my first year, and then I ended up transferring uh, to UVA. But there was a, a click. I think it was like July, and I actually probably even earlier that, even before I stepped foot on campus, I was like, I want to go to UVA. I 100 percent want to transfer. I want to just that was my goal. That was my dream. I wanted to do it. Um, so a lot of people nowadays they ask me how'd you end up, you know, what, what made you wanted to go to UVA was what, what at tech def- detoured you from going to, you know, staying. And, you know, obviously I don't answer it straight up, but the answer really is I decided before I stepped foot there. um So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's definitely interesting, but I, I remember running home to to my dad and be like, I want to, you know, I want to go to UVA. I want to do, I want to do big things. And he was like, my dad, my parents have always been very realistic, but, but, you know, almost motivators in a way. Cause they're like, yeah, that's going to be hard to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like that's going to be, As uh, they should be yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, my, uh, my dad loves to bring me back to reality, but <laughs> I like to, uh, I like to prove him wrong. He's so man. A, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So it was the book opening. You yeah, yeah, opened book, the book at tech. Yeah. It, uh, I just believe, you know, whatever I'm doing, and I've got some friends that are like this, it has to be, you know, I, I have to be productive, mm. you know, it, whatever that might, that might just be, Hey, I, today I want, I really want to get back into this, this song I've been learning on piano three years ago. Great, let's do it. You know that that, and then I'll be able to enjoy that. Or, you know, I've been reading this this great novel. Let me get back into that. Mm-hmm. It, it, or it could be as big as, hey, I'm going to be doing some, you know, a big day of investment banking, uh, interview prep. Mm. So really, whatever it is, I just I want to use yeah. my time as wisely as possible because it's so easy to get on your phone and watch a YouTube video or get on TikTok and scroll for three hours and be like. You could go up to that person, and be like, "What are the? What's the? What's the last video? What's the last two videos you scrolled past?" I don't know. Mm. Great. So yeah. why'd you watch them? You know, why'd you spend three hours watching shit you you don't remember? Mm. Um, you know.
0: Yeah. So I mean, the whole reason we wanted to do guests, me and Dad, to make it super anecdotal. Sure. So the person comes on, and they, you know, either they have some story to tell, and, and there's a message behind it. Or more so in your case, like you're telling your story. Sure. But it's so, um, there's so many parallels between what dad and I talk about because there's no real definition, I guess, for t- to answer my question or your answer to my question with sure. purpose. Like there's no big thing, no. Yeah. But it's the fact that you're always seeking a way to use your time. You're seeking a way to better yourself. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty rare, you know, like not many people are doing that. Like you, you, you want to utilize your time to eventually like be the person that you see yourself being. That's what, that's what life is. That's what it's supposed to be. Not scrolling through an app, whatever, wasting time and filling your brain with all this dopamine. Yep. Like you're doing, your purpose is literally achieving what you want to be in life. That's what, that's what gets you out of bed. For sure. That's a beautiful thing. That's how, that's what it should be. Like, I'm just like, no, yes, that's what agree. it should be. There's
2: there's a quote in oceans. I think it was 11. I don't remember specifically, mm-hmm. but like Billy ocean was like, uh, someone was like, Oh, what, what should I do in life? And he was like, mm-hmm. figure out what you want. Yeah. Uh, 10 years out from life, figure out like the three most things you want, then spend those 10 years getting it. Yeah. You know, that's, it's that it, it really can boil down to something that simplistic, yeah. but really again. At, you know, it's so much harder to act on that than, you know, it's easier to just be like, all right, shit, man, I've had a, I've had a big day. I'm just going to chill tonight. You know, I don't need to. And then in retrospect, you look back on that year and you're like, like so one of my goals is just work, work as hard as you can. Don't look back and be upset. Cause if you look back and you're like, well, shit, I, I could have done more then you, then you're not doing, you know, like that, that kills me to know that I haven't been doing yeah. as much as I could have. Yeah. So let's run it back a little bit. You're be- you're at tech. Yeah. You have
0: this realization like I This is before to I went to tech. Yeah. So okay, the summer. Okay, before row. you went to tech. Yep. You're Okay, so you're going to the school that you already know you don't want to go to. Yeah. Pretty Exza- much exactly. And you know you have to at least go there for a semester. A two. Two, a because, full year. yeah,
2: I did a lot of research into it. Okay, yeah. UVA doesn't even let transfers come in, you know, after two. a semester. It has to be two. So it's a full year.
0: So at that point You're not, what what are you, like, you're just like, are you, are you so driven and dedicated knowing that that's what you want to do? You want to go to the school? I assume it's for, to, to go to McIntyre. You already knew that. Yeah. So it's like, is you, are you so driven to that? Like this year at tech, you just see it as that's what I need to do. That's part of the path. Or are you really like, dang, I gotta, I gotta go a year at the school that I don't want to go to at
2: all no you know it, it, it was definitely me getting in there and um, you know obviously I had to understand I had to accept the fact that I might not get in to UVA mm-hmm. as a transfer okay, yeah. so my dad and I would always say hey look UVA is great let's shoot for the start hopefully you get in but if you don't tech's a great school you're you're going to be happy there you yeah. know you're going to find find what you're looking for um, and you know obviously with COVID happening I think that was another opportunity i saw that as an opportunity as well i don't think many people got a great freshman year experience so on top of that i was just like i feel like god is almost aligning or the higher powers aligning the (laughs) stars here for me this is the move you know this is you'd be an idiot not to do exactly what you've been thinking to do and you know with covid for me i got put in a, a a dorm off camp like you know basically off campus with, it was in the graduate center. So I was, I was living next to 35 year old, you know, science majors, you know, chemistry, uh, trying to get their masters and whatever. And so I didn't really get the, the college experience right off the bat. And to be honest with you, it was a pretty, you know, upsetting, I was like, this is supposed to be college, but I'm, you know, in a completely different dorm, didn't get to meet many freshmen. And the freshmen that I did, you know, meet were, were a lot more standoffish, like we said, social mm-hmm. awkwardness, wouldn't hold eye contact. Um, my friend and I were both in the same, you know, I got saved actually. One of my best friends, um, to this day, he's going to the Air Force Academy now. Um, and I talked to Jack a lot about him. His name's Mark. And he, he and I both went to tech uh, under the, you know, under the assumption that we were both going to transfer the next year. We knew that that's what we were going to be doing. And this guy was in the ROTC. So, you know, ROTC at tech basically works first year sucks. Second year kind of sucks. Third year is good. Fourth year is great, right? Because you get more you get more rights as you as you pass along. Just as an example of that, if your first year, or if you're sorry, a freshman, and you're in the ROTC, and you see a fourth year um, that's in the ROTC as well at Tech, you have to salute them. You know, in uniform, you have to salute them. So that's just kind kind of how the hierarchy works. And Mark was waking up at you know 5 a.m. doing a workout and then he'd come to my dorm and i'd wake up at seven thirty, and we get another workout in <laughs> that's how hard working this guy was and he didn't have any <laughs> privileges had to be back by his, to his dorm at seven thirty, lights off by like 9. Mm-hmm. wasn't partying wasn't able to you know drink as everyone does at college right so you know obviously i didn't i didn't get the the extent that i thought i was going to and i think that that was a blessing in disguise as well because I stayed, I stayed true to, to the goal that I had. I didn't have many distractions. I woke up every single morning at 7.30 to go work out with one of my best buddies who was doing twice as much work as me and, and just stay, getting to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, great story about him. He's now got into the Air Force Academy. He got rejected from all three last time, and he was a perfect student in high school, one of the hardest working guys I know. Um, and and he, had, he, he ended up getting cancer in seventh grade, uh, stomach cancer, stage three out of school for a year, um, thank God survived, beat it, came back, and honestly, still still the same guy, but you could see the fire in his eyes at that point. You know, the guy was, nothing was going to get that guy's way. perspective, bro. You know, you should see, I, I, I always consider yeah. myself a hard worker, and I think you're an e- even harder worker than I am. This guy's like, if I'm on my phone, I, I feel my stomach hurts. Like I, I can't, I can't do it. You know, if <laughs> yeah. I'm on my phone for 30 seconds, it's like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Let me go do something that's productive. So I didn't if, know he was
0: like that. Oh my. I
2: know it is. the guy, And, and so yeah. now he, he transferred as, as a tech student, mm-hmm. um, all all three accepted him at this at this point and at at the academies you have to go in as a as a a freshman you can't just transfer in so i transferred as a freshman at tech to a a second year at uva Mm -hmm. he transferred as a freshman back to a freshman so he basically had to repeat the entire year um third in his class now you know out of you know and 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 that just makes me think they should have accepted him the first time you know that's just like he's he's showing them look look what i can do you know Mm -hmm. Um,
1: You know what's crazy about that story you just told Mike is COVID sucked. Yeah. Pretty much all around. Yeah. You know, broad strokes suck. Yeah. I mean, I saw it and him changed him from, you know, even at the end of the high school year through the crappy first year of college too. And he, he, he started changing from what he yeah, is. Did, did yeah. Did you
0: have bad after that? Just like isolation kind of, I mean, we weren't in like isolation, but sure. just like, you know, it was a big change the way life. It sure. affected me huge mentally. Yeah, like I still am different after that. I would say. Yeah, like, and that sounds dramatic, but it's true. Like, did you have a bad? Yeah, I I thing? I
2: ended up um, in the in the over the winter break mm-hmm. of my f- first semester. So leading in my second semester, I tore my ACL for the second time, and <laughs> I was like, shit. this isn't going so well for me. Like, and at that time I I still wasn't into UVA. I, I, you know, I had, I had good grades, but there was a lot of other outside factors that were playing into it. I didn't know if I was going to get in, you know, um, I was really stressed out, you know, things weren't going my way. And, um, I ended up having to go home for the second semester, first half of it and just, you know, getting surgery, doing PT there. Um, and so I was living with basically my family, but they were doing their own shit. Mm-hmm. So they would go to school. My brothers would go to school. My sister was at college. Mm-hmm. My dad would go to work and, you know, whatever. So I, I really wasn't a part of, I was just by myself. Mm-hmm. So I was in strict isolation. And, you know, I remember thinking, well, this, this is just horrible. Like this is, my dog got me through that. Thank the Lord. Like I was just with him every mm-hmm. day and just, you know, but honestly, like, like we talked about that, that time of just having to go through something so isolating, now and i've talked talked with this about johnny Isolation's your friend you know it's where you get the most shit done it's where everything is you're focused on yourself you know
1: but that's what i was going to ask you because you said that early in the conversation when you mentioned covid and you said you actually said you know i think you might have said blessed by covid or thank god for covid yeah. it wasn't that strong but yeah no yeah something to that effect <laughs> and i thought Psycho. yeah and i thought when you said it you know As bad, you know, how many people can say that? How many people actually said that? Because it seems like the the widespread result of that is extremely detrimental and negative. And so I wonder, it's just curious when you say that, you know, we didn't plan any of this, but yet, and I had no idea that you felt that way about. COVID's effect on your decisions. Sure. And being in isolation and sounds like it helped you grow. Oh hundred percent. But you had to take it by the balls.
2: Yeah, definitely. And accept
1: it and um go go with it. Yep. And make something out of it. Whereas most people I don't think probably were strong enough intellectually and strong enough or they
0: it's really a mental decision, that's why right? Why do you think there were so many suicides? Like uh, yeah, that's wow. what, that's what, that's what, yeah. what I. That's why yeah, I gather. COVID? Really, bro, massive that. spike. Yeah,
1: that's what I gather, and uh, the, it, the, that's crazy. The negative effects like that are still to be seen. That just um,
0: shows the the difference in the mentality. Well, is like,
1: well, you saw the light. That's why I zeroed in on it. Yeah,
2: well, and that, and that's I think that shows just how comfortable people have gotten. It's like, why do I feel so uncomfortable? This can't be good. Yeah. It is good. You know, you have to realize like. Dude, shit can get a lot worse for you, you know? Um, you know, being in the, in the state of, dude, yeah, COVID's horrible, but if you really t- try to see the, the good in every opportunity, you're going to find it. Silver lining. Something's going to come from it, bro. Exactly.
1: Yeah, but a big mindset, and I totally agree with you, but a big mindset of what has happened, and, and you know, I sort of predicted this stuff to my wife. Um, I said, this is going to make people lazy. Like, uh, the, the ability and the okay for you know the it's okay for you not to come to work yeah and it's now okay for you to work from home and it's now okay for you not to put on your makeup and it's now okay for (laughs) you just to not take off those sweats yeah exactly you know that over two years of that change of habit and mindset brainwashes you into you become different lazy versus no i'm going to use this opportunity to get stronger yeah that's
2: why I said when my, I like was get, obviously had like a year of experience in working out, but when COVID hit, I was like, let's go. I'm going to be working out. Like, it's almost like I'm doing double time because no one else is working out. You know, yeah, gyms are yeah. closed, whatever. I've got a dumbbell set in my garage and they were selling for like 450 bucks on <laughs> yeah. eBay, but I was like, I'm, I'm keeping I'm these. Set. And so I, I use those every single day, you know? And yeah yeah it, you can see the opportunity and i did that and then you know obviously schoolwork on top of that but there are some days where like it's easy to be like dude this is yeah, bro. it's a lot and man. you do
0: you do say it yeah mm-hmm. but like you know new day coming up you know exactly that's funny because i had acl issues too yep that happened for me after your second one yep. that you had i had that yeah, was my swing. second
2: we were almost on the s- parallel there
0: and that was kind of our, we kind of reconnected there again, was like, dude, I, you asked to play golf or something. I'm like, dude, I just tore my ACL. And then you tell me you tore twice. I had no idea. <laughs> so yeah, you go through that. And then just quickly recently, you're, you have another, um, yeah. The issue third, third tear. Yeah. So third tear for me. my guy fell off a, okay. He heard his knee. V.O. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> it, no, it happened. Uh, so
0: And then you, you're like, oh, I found, you know, obviously COVID was, was no fun. And you found the light there. And then even recently, bro, like.
2: I'm excited about this one. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, literally like you, you called me and told me what happened and you were sick at the same time. There was another complication that happened. Yeah. That was bad. Like in the way you were talking to me, like I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm very good at putting myself in other people's shoes, especially when I experienced it. And then like. Like I felt some stuff, you know, and I can really, like, I could really feel how you were feeling, and you were just—I knew your whole situation. I felt terrible, dude. Yeah. I'm like,
1: but at I the same your time,
2: too. You're like, man, I, I remember. Dude, those, the I, I genuinely voice was so organic. I was like, yeah. this guy. I
1: remember the moment he's talking about because he was in the back seat with he and Savannah were in the back seat. Or come back from the my, Masters. My, my mom, my wife, and I were in the front. Mm. And you, and we were actually coming back from looking at the uh, lot. Yeah, the lot for the house. Come nice. back from the masters and uh, Pinehurst. Back from the masters, and he. His, that's why you didn't have me removing.
2: <laughs> his, uh, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I
1: did. His reaction to what you were telling him was way graver than I could tell your projection of it. Yeah. In other words, you were more positive than he was reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. let tell. I was even hearing your side of the story. Yeah, you, and
0: that's true
1: stoicism there. Like I I can because
0: that's just like you accept you accept move, sure. move forward yeah, um yeah I mean I'm just a super that's a great word empathetic person especially with somebody that I care about like that like for sure dude I f- I felt for you there but the fact that you you know you sounded optimistic and then we even texted later that day and um you were like yeah like I got a fever it just it the <laughs> situation got yeah. worse yeah and your text to me was like I w- I could pull it up but you were like. I was
2: like, I, I, I gave was you something like, the tufl- something?
0: <laughs> I gave you the tough, tufl- I was like, this is like so necessary. Like this, you're, you're going to be good. Yeah. I know you are. And then you even responded like, you're like, I've been here before. Like, Oh yeah. Like, you're like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like yeah. I, I'm glad like, <laughs> I, I almost like, I'm glad this is happening because yeah. I know how much better I'm going to be when I get through it. Yeah, exactly. You learned so much through that. Like it's, mm-hmm. that's the best thing that could happen to you. It sucks sucks but
2: and it's and it's also i i recently met a guy who played football or plays football for CNU actually played Mm. past tense he stopped uh tore everything in his right knee and tore pretty much everything in his left knee over the course that he played football has had six surgeries and finally just had his last one his knees make mine look like i had like a little paper cut on there (laughs) you know the amount of scars running through his leg and the 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 pure joy in this guy's like voice just talking about it he's like yeah man like they played tic-tac-toe with my knee and just like the enjoyment of taking it so like yeah dude i got through it you know it really puts it into perspective how can i sit here and be like dang man i got three my friend didn't i've got a friend who didn't do it once like how is that fair you know this guy did it twice as many times and i thought i had a lot you know And it's on both knees. At least I have one that I'm like, yeah, I feel good about this one, yeah. you know?
0: Oh, it's the same one three times. Three so times. Yeah, th-
2: this one. and That's what I was talking to my doctor about yeah. is the first Who's time he did it. Dr. Jody Smith. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, first he's time. The gave me the, he's my doctor. He, he's a good – he does good. He's, he's my doctor. He's, yeah, he's my ortho. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, we, we have a running joke,
2: Jack and oh I do, that God. every time you ta- you, we tear the ACL – and most everybody that you talk to that's a stranger will be like, oh, well, who's who's your doctor? And, you know, we make a joke like, why don't you tell me who you think my doctor is? <laughs> like, It's like, yeah, that's the question. I'll give, t- like, I'll give you 20 bucks if you get them right. Like something like that. Dude, but um, it's funny that Jack's dad. Tears, yeah, that is actually, hilarious, yeah, he actually, dude. What? Out of everybody, right? Yeah. Oh, he did my elbow. Who says that? He's good though. He's uh, he's a great guy, you
1: know. His favorite word is uh, right before he gets ready to inject or, or inflict. Yeah, he just says. Gonna feel a lot of pressure here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's. I have to tell you a quick funny on his <laughs> yeah. ACL because you said something earlier tonight before we got going here that reminded me. You said you had the um, the ligaments mm. from your quad. Yep. Right. Can I tell this one this will be a funny for the oh, audience yeah. and the folks watching at home. Yeah, yeah right. so we get to the we go see Dr. Kim after the surgery Jack's still out he's still out he's visiting with my wife and I about okay. the surgery and um, he says that he um, I said how did the graft go because he grafted from his uh, hamstring. hamstring yep and I said, how did the graft go and how is he going to recover from that And he goes <laughs> he starts laughing. Doctor Kim, and Jack. You know Jack's a he's a pretty s- physical specimen. He's yeah, strong definitely. and you know he's big and strong and works out all the time. And Please. so, <laughs> no, I'm a, so I'm a first-hand
2: K- witness to that. Tarps <laughs> sure. off for the boy. Tarps off for the boys.
1: Doctor of Kim starts chuckling, and I said, "What's what? What's the deal?" He goes, "Well, I grafted his uh, hamstring tendon and uh, was prepared to use it, but it was too small."
0: Dude, what is that? And so I
1: had a cadaver tendon in there that I was prepared to, you know, if I needed it. So he used both of them. But the point of the story is... That's good, though. Well, the point of the story was I told him when he was two days later when he was mentally okay to accept...
0: bro, you told me the same day. No, I waited. No, 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 you made it a point.
1: (laughs) I thought I... I told mom I was going to wait. I don't know. So you wouldn't get crazy because I knew he would be hurt it that his sounds, hamstring so his dumb, hamstring like, tendon was too small <laughs> to use in his knee no, because no, he works out. That? But yeah. you've, been, you've been working on your ham since, right? Oh, I'm mean,
0: getting after it. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah Cause it, well, that's the whole reason it tore probably because my quad mm-hmm. was so, so like, the pe- built. That's physical therapist said. Like, and the hammy wasn't. Ham, I didn't really train my hamstring. Yeah. No. Yeah, I just wasn't, there. I didn't know, I'm just done. Yeah, because the physical
1: therapist said, this shouldn't have happened the way you moved. And he then when he learned he didn't train his hams, he said the strength in the quad overtook the ham.
0: Yeah, they didn't activate at the same time. Yeah. They're supposed to.
1: They didn't, so.
2: How'd you tear yours? What, what movement
0: Non-con- was it? I was cutting.
2: Just like inwards or I, out?
0: I planted this leg to go left.
2: Yeah. I Weird. Went. Weird.
0: Yeah, and I was looking down at. It was like over there.
2: Yeah, that's just, that's just unlucky, and honestly.
0: I, yeah, but I th- I really think if I trained, trained my hamstring, it would have been okay. Yeah. So just to go back, we talk about Andy Fursella a lot. Do you know who that is? No. Um, Just another in- influencer guy that we listen to. And something he says is, whatever you're going through, like 100%, there's somebody out there that has it 10x worse. Yeah. So it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like how are you gonna sit back
2: sit back? Oh, I got
0: know. surgery, like okay,
2: like cool. Yeah.
0: You know, like life goes on. It's the kind of deal, which is such a that's the perspective you just have to have. And you have that in a way, maybe in a different form, but like it's so necessary.
2: Yeah, and I also told you this before if you're you're if you're that actual guy who has the worst life in the world out of the seven billion, <laughs> you still have that idea. There's gotta be something. <laughs> This has it worse, right? <laughs> I mean there's you has gotta to be here. somebody at that <laughs> it's point It's like no you're the worst. If you you're gotta... the
0: worst guy at that point you're just laughing like <laughs> Yeah somebody's got it out for you, dude. Like what's going yeah.
2: on? <laughs> no, and that is the one other thing, like, dude, we've got the best life. I mean, I couldn't be more thankful for the position that my parents have put me in and their parents have put them in. How can 100%. how can we ever be on yeah. un, un, ungrateful, and that's that's what it is. You show
0: gratitude. That's like that's a if you have gratitude and where you're at, you're gonna be happy. Exactly. Otherwise, you know what are we doing? To-
1: oh man, I don't know. I'm just thankful to be surrounded by two new role models and uh, influencers. <laughs> to my own life, the 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 life I have left, I'm I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful
2: um, for being in this situation right now, like you said.
1: What's it's so um cool, bro? Jack and I are influenced and follow folks like Gary John Bishop and Simon Sinek and Andy Frusella. Who am I missing, awesome. Jack? Um, I'm missing um a couple, I'm sure. Who 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 are your guys that you like to follow? I know you Marcus yeah. of course, Yeah, Ryan def- Halliday. Who's are alive?
2: It? Yeah. Elon Musk. Okay. Yeah. So I, I definitely during that period of my life where Um, I wanted to transfer to UVA. I had been what you know, I I I I'd been fascinated with the idea of what Elon Musk has done for society, and you know, it's not like oh, he's just a really smart guy. Like he's just smarter than me. It's like no, this this guy put in so much time and effort, and and you know, went through a lot of stress. He and you know, it's funny because a you know a couple of years ago, the media projected him or portrayed him out to be this guy. He's a rich multi billionaire, richest guy in the world you know, he doesn't care about anybody, you know, really just trying to put negative connotations on his name. Um, But in reality, the guy has always just had money has never been in the forefront of his mind. It's always been he's he's so cash poor. He has billions of dollars all tied up in in Tesla stock, SpaceX um, and what used to be Solar City, but has has converged now into Tesla. So he doesn't really have a ton of cash. And he I mean, he's obviously a crazy like he's he's a nut job as well. Like you have to be if you're if you're like that. Gotta do. And he tweeted out uh, selling all physical possessions, sold seven houses in L.A. <laughs> um, now he lives in literally a portable home that was made specifically for him that is located on the SpaceX um, in, in, in Texas. Just Dang. it's a small little. Yeah. So I, I wrote a paper on him, learned a lot more about him. But, um, you know, there was a, a period in his life right after 2008 where, you know, he had, I think it was 50 million, X million dollars left, and he could either split it and put half of it into Tesla um, and half of it into SpaceX uh, with the, you know, not a guarantee of both of them would survive, or he could put, you know, the, all of it into either company and kind of ensure that it would it would last longer. Um, obviously, he, he split it up and, you know, worked 120-hour weeks. You know, he, he, he got to the point where he was, you know, sleeping four or five hours a day in just on a space just in, in the factory of Tesla. Cause they had a lot of manufacturing issues. Um, but what I love about him is just the fact that, you know, the fear of inaction, like we were talking about, nothing has ever scared him. If, if you have an idea, I lo- he's my role model because it's not, I don't think I'm going to do anything nearly as great as, uh, you know, the aspiration, but I, I, I don't, I want to have the fearlessness that he has in terms of, I'm just going to go after it. You know, he built tunnel tunnels under LA, um, You know, it was just like in an, they had a bunch of cars parked outside of Tesla and there, and he was like, yeah, let's, let's drill a a massive hole that cars can go under. And they were like, yeah, we can have that ready in two weeks. And he was like, I'll give you guys five hours. And they had, they had it ready in five hours and they were drilling by that point. So it's just, you know, it's just doing it. It's just getting it done. And I think this is a perfect example of Mm -hmm. having this podcast is a perfect example of just putting pen to paper. Like we were saying, you know,
0: you never know what it could be, right? whole plan whole plan is to this we want people to look back and see the the michael magnano episode it's gonna be something in the future yeah. right bro like there's I mean, no yeah. other there's no alternative so speaking of that like we're we're kind of nearing the end here sure what is what's up for michael like where what's the what's the plans in the next year yeah you know like where are you going
2: yeah so you know recently after because
1: mike we're gonna have you back we want to I make sure that you event. follow. We're, we want to make current. sure you're. We yeah, want to yeah. make sure you you're you're follow through. Me, like, oh,
2: are you doing it? <laughs> it's like, wait, what are you talking? I never said that. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I've been definitely thinking about my future a lot. It's you know, especially as a second year at UVA, um, a lot of the, the big you know banks that I've been looking at in terms of investment banking is the is the industry I want to go into. Um, they start early, so I've already had to think about what I'm going to be doing after college in my second year, even before that um you know and and it's funny right when i got to uva i had no idea what i wanted to do i just knew that i wanted to do um mcintyre which is the business program um at uva and you know thank god i got in but i you know before that it was the people i was able to talk to um at uva that were like hey you know this is an option this is an option this is what i'm doing and they would tell me about their experiences and i settled on investment banking and in my big and my fraternity is is doing a very similar route so right now, definitely um, doing in, uh, interviews for investment banking next summer for my internship, which will lead into a job after college. Um, but I'm definitely as well just thinking like, is this really what I want to do? Like, mm-hmm. I think this is the 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 most versatile option for me. I don't 100% know if I'm going to stay in investment banking for the rest of my life, but I know that it's going to give me a lot of, it's going to open a lot of doors mm-hmm. after college. And, you know, I want to, I want to be, uh, I don't want to just be like, you know a support role in all these corporations i kind of want to be a producer of something yeah. i want to help i want to produce something for society whatever yeah. that might be yeah, yeah. um and you know i definitely want to get more um you know active on that just today and, and just in the present moment yeah. but yeah that's kind of where my head's at and i'm, I'm definitely going to f- try to tweak yeah tweak the angles as i as i go yeah. along
0: yeah i mean there's no concrete path obviously like you're super sure liquid with that but you know like you wanna you wanna go to school, make network, make money, yeah, and be able to go do your own thing, exactly, build something with your hands. Very Elon Musk,
2: yeah, guy, entrepreneurial. I've always kind of had that yeah. entrepreneurial spirit. i um, say so. And yeah, it's it, honestly it's the thing that excites me the most. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's
0: what you gotta do then. Yeah. Just quickly, Yeah, you got something.
1: I was just gonna say, I wish you well, man. And Thank in, you. In four years or so, I'm gonna be calling on you to help me. And, <laughs> Investment bank, my next uh, big deal.
2: <laughs> sounds good to me. I mean, I, that that sounds like a dream. That'd be so cool. I'd love
1: that.
0: Quickly, can we just go back to Miss Kopani? Can we just tell sure, a couple yeah, full can circle? We just do
2: this really uh,
1: quick. Is, is yeah. this ETA? ETA Kopani? Remember ETA? <laughs> oh my god,
2: what's ETA? She yeah, she should always be like ETA for dad. I Jack. was bringing him from In a, a text message. I, I was, was bringing that, him bro. from
1: a baseball game to that dance thing. What, what did a you? Recital. Guys,
2: Re- wait. No, no,
0: the. Minds in Motion. Oh. How do I remember that? And
1: he was, his <laughs> ball game was running late. And mm-hmm. like every six seconds, I got a text that said ETA. ETA. Oh, because go- Jack
2: was the best. ETA. I forgot Jack oh. was the best at Minds in Motion. and What you got asked what you say? You got asked to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, pause. You got asked <laughs> no, to no, be. No. Pause on the,
0: what are you, go ahead. No, so no. Minds
2: in Motion, you know, basically is, is a dance class that we do in fourth yeah, grade. Yeah, yeah. B- really weird, <laughs> you know, for especially fourth graders. Um. It but was Jack weird. was so good at it. You know, obviously are you serious. Not not I like so I, didn't, I didn't I never was like, oh, Jack's the best, obviously. But the teacher um, would pick a girl and a guy from the class yeah. to to go to this the Excel version. I don't know. Like the next level, whatever. Jack got Excel. asked to be the Excel and he turned it down and they gave it to this other kid who was like, yes, let's go. I got it. And Jack was like, are you right.
0: just talking out of your ass right
2: now? I, this happened I'm completely serious. You turned I down the Excel this. offer and it got put on henry remember that and henry did henry. it and lily brand did it as well it was lily yeah lily and henry uh, lily. and you could have been you
1: henry was later a star in the talent nights
2: yeah
0: henry Seward. yeah dude i don't remember that at all honestly yeah she would say eta i don't know who says that's that. so funny so copani <laughs> oh the- no
1: eta kk
0: yeah she finished it with like an email bro what is that a tech Attack. So That's so weird. I don't remember. I know it was fifth grade. I'm just gonna go ahead. And, Hopefully she doesn't see this. <laughs> I don't think it was Copani's class. I think yeah. it was fifth grade. I remember we ran. We ran the laps in Copani's class. So <laughs> I remember fifth grade. This is just this is just like how we were, and this is like I feel like this is such a good like foreshadowing as to like who like just or not <laughs> foreshadowing, but it just shows like the intellect there. Yeah. You wrote like we had whiteboards. We sat across from each other. Yeah. And you wrote on the board, "I'm going to pinch you." It's so dumb. We're fifth grade. I'm going to pinch you, and it the, like you went under the desk but held it up. Like, no, no, I gave it to you. I gave it to you. You gave. I it to gave me. it to you like upside See, down, we were, so you like. Bro, we it remember around. this. Yeah. And at like once I finished the H or the
2: U on you, like once I finished the sentence, <laughs> I got. To- and we're doing this mid-class just for context. Mid-class. Like Jack and I made I don't mm. know how we were in our own world. Like, don't own do this, world. kids. Like, definitely pay attention to your teachers. <laughs> we were sitting across from each other, completely zoned out of what was going on, and just drawing pictures of each other getting killed in the most Dude, we malicious sh- ways. Like oh, it'd be a yeah. big <laughs> it'd be a big picture of me stepping on him with a big metal spike and it'd just say Jack, Mike, and I don't and, and we would we just die. And we just start dying, dying laughing livers. and no one was like, "Hey, you guys kind of settle down." It was just like,
0: yeah, she did, Great. Here. Let's keep. Like, it yeah.
2: was almost like both of us we just understood cr- that this this class was a waste of our time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't remember
0: when we taught anything Dude, about know. that class,
2: but I remember that.
0: You know? Do you remember do you remember I'm just going to... one more. Do you remember the, when Callen answered, he gave that answer to that question <laughs> super
2: thorough? Do you remember this? I I I kind of do, but I I remember I said Dude. something snarky about it.
0: You were, you, Callan gave this big answer to this math question, whatever. Yeah. And then you're sitting beside me. You had already, because, you know, they go, okay, Callan first, then Michael can answer. Mm-hmm. So you were already in the queue. Ready yeah. to go. Yeah. And Callan went on for a good minute, yeah. whatever. And I'm just looking at you. Your face is bright red, beet red. You're crying laughing because your answer sucks and it's awful. <laughs> yeah. And you
2: know it. Yeah. Just like... And on the flip side of that coin, Callan's answer was probably better than what any oh, anybody dude, else of could course. have said. It's Callan's. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But just like my point there is like, obviously, they're not finding that amusing. Yeah. But my point is like, it's so vivid. I know where I was sitting. I can visualize it all. Yeah. I don't know how
2: universal that is to other people like you're yeah.
0: so young but yeah. i just remember that no there are like, so many so moments crazy. i
2: i remember i remember the first day i c- came to Stewart and i met you i remember i said uh, i sat down next to hunter and i was like i had like a big binder he's like wow that's a big binder man and i was like i didn't my mom was sitting i didn't even respond i, I just started laughing with my mom because i was just like I knew, I knew i was in the right place yeah. we
0: could go on and on with no that. we could i just think it's so i think it's so cool and the fact that we're here sitting here like and then, you know, it was so, it was like, it sounds like we're like actually like, it was so cool, like that it actually like happened and we're here and, yeah um, you know, we were like-minded back then. yeah And then here we are, like, you, you hear this last, last hour we've spoken, like, it's very clear we're both in the same headspace. For sure. Obviously dad here has, has thrown in some, some good words and is definitely right there with us. It's just cool, man. Yeah. I, I'm like... I'm kind of soaking it all in. Like this is cool for me. It's Surreal a bit as well. It is. It's
2: very surreal. Yeah, Dad, we're, you... we're fortunate. I'm fortunate, man. I'm grateful to be yeah, here. I yeah. too.
1: Me too. We are. Thank you for coming on, Michael. It for takes sure. courage to do this. I know. In our first three or so, we we think we're getting a little bit better at it, but it's not yeah. easy. And um, you know,
0: yeah, you did great, bro. For
1: thank you. Real. Yeah, you did awesome. I appreciate Thanks that. for coming yeah, on. We're gonna it's, have it's you back.
2: Easy. It's a bit daunting to start, but it yeah. it's i mean especially with you two i i i think that when you're in a smaller group it's a little yeah. harder but it's good to yeah. like piggyback off of you guys well, for thanks sure.
1: for all your thoughts yeah, and bro. sharing i know there's gonna be a lot of wisdom yeah. going out to the airwaves from such a young uh fellow like yourself who's obviously ahead of, ahead of the years in intellect so good thank on you. you and hope uh, uh, wish the best for you thank you so much yeah, i appreciate my, that
0: someone i look to, look up to so much man love Goes bro. both
1: ways, man. Brothers life. Love you too.
0: Dude, thank you for coming on. Of Great job. Generational. Oh, the mic falling. Generational Vujat Day, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse thank you that. guys for watching. Special guest. First guest, Mr. Michael Magnano. The silent applause comes in into the editing, whatever. Um, Dad, thanks for coming on with us too.
1: Enjoy it as always, buddy. Thank you.
0: We will see you guys in the next episode. Later. Thanks, Mike.